Hey, Joy, what time is it? It's time for the Cruise Day Fun Podcast. That's right. It's our very first Cruise Day Fun Podcast. Oh, oh. What was that? Is it's that going to be part of our co- podcast features? Yeah, it's excitement. Okay, Woo-hoo. so we're glad you're with us. This is our very first podcast. It's going to be a lot of that, apparently. If you watched our live shows in the past, it's going to be kind of similar. It's just not live. We oh. okay, that's great. So we uh, we we are live though. This somewhat. Um, so instead of the live show uh, at a specific time where we're trying to get everybody to tune in, uh, we I've decided to record these instead in a similar format, and you can tune in when it's convenient for you. But you'll want to be sure that you're subscribed with the notification bell on. Otherwise, you may not even know that we did a new podcast. This is our very first podcast. You understand the difference between a podcast and a live show? No, but I'm I know we're alive. <laughs> so our our, <laughs> our podcast is gonna be set up so you can listen to the audio and enjoy it when you're on the go, or you can watch the video. Either way. And see how marvelous we still look. Speak for yourself. Uh, <laughs> and it's still you can still find it on YouTube. We're gonna cover one specific topic of cruise information each podcast episode, and we're even planning to do some special interviews again because we got a great response when we did that on our live show. What is our very first cruise day fun podcast topic? It is embarkation. Embarkation. How yes. appropriate for embarking on a new adventure such as a podcast to That's cover right. embarkation. So Shall we get into it? Yes, let's get into okay. it. Okay. So, what are you doing? No. What? <laughs> what? What is the, the embarkation? Just for anybody that doesn't know, what does embarkation mean when it comes it, to a cruise? It means you're getting on board the ship. You're That's... embarking on or getting on the ship. That's right. It's a big part of your your first day of your cruise, the day you get on board. Uh, it's it, part of cruise day. It's the first day of your cruise. Yeah. Yes, but embarkation is the experience of getting on board. So what right. is the first thing or the first things you do after you arrive at the cruise port? Um, you park your car. Well, okay. You've parked your car. You got out of the shuttle, the, the Uber or Lyft drop you off. What do you do now? Now you get into the line to go into the... The cruise terminal. The cruise terminal, yeah. exactly. And you may have dropped off your luggage curbside with with the uh, what do you call them? the the bellhops the the, uh, <laughs> the cruise port. Yeah, there's employees um, there that help get your bags on board, so you don't have to carry all your bags with you until yeah. the room's ready. They're so, very friendly, and they really like being tipped. <laughs> yeah, I do too. <laughs> if you'd like to tip us, hit the thanks button below. Wow, nice segue. Um, <laughs> So the first thing you're going to do after you've parked your car, maybe you dropped off your bags and you parked your car, you head into the terminal. Sometimes there's a line outside. At Port Canaveral, we've experienced both where there's a line outside and you got to wait a little while. And we've also had the experience where you go right into the building. Right. But let's say we went right into the building. We're yeah. in the building now. What's the first thing you usually encounter there? Um, the people directing traffic or directing people to go into the line. Okay, to, inside the building. Right. Okay. So I'm, I'm trying to get to what what's what's next. Now there's a couple different ways they do it. The first thing you encounter could be security, right? Right. Or we've also had it happen where they actually do kind of the check-in where they get your information, maybe take your right. photo, all that stuff. Yeah. But we've had it 
in both orders, but you're going to, inside the terminal, you're going to experience security, just like, kind of like at the airport, where you're going through the, uh, what do you call it? The uh, uh, radar detector. Screen, <laughs> Not the radar screeners. Detector. The, yeah, the screeny, screeners. Yeah, the people the that screeners. screen the luggage. Like TSA? Yeah, like TSA. They it's like screen that. your luggage. Yeah, and there's usually a conveyor belt. Um, make sure that, that you there's put your bags, through. bags and everything. Yep. And make sure that there's no dangerous items. Yep. Like putting a an axe pick in my backpack. It's a railroad spike. Oh, railroad you make it sound, spike. You make it sound like it was so bad. I just put a railroad spike in one of your bags yeah. and I still never hear the end of it. <laughs> Yeah, because I'm the one who got singled out and said, ma'am, what's in your you, backpack? You and volunteered like, to put it in your bag. I know. It was but... a souvenir railroad spike <laughs> from the from the, uh, the, the Skagway uh, Railway, the White Pass Railway up there. And it right. was a, a spike. That I'm had... the one that got frisked, though. They <laughs> frisked you? I think so. <laughs> that's, just, that's just the way you're remembering it. You're they like, asked yeah, me a lot of questions. That really cute, cute security guards took me in back and frisked me. It was, it's a bottle opener. I was one of these times we got to bring it with us and show people, but Hey, it's a podcast. Some people might just, be it was a so. huge spike. It takes that... a big spike to keep a railroad track in the, in the ground. Okay. okay. Let's continue. I think we're getting off track already on our very first podcast. We are off Aww. the rails talking about railroad spikes. So what else should you expect in the cruise terminal? So they give you your, they make sure you have your ticket. Your cruise ticket? Cruise, cruise ticket? Oh, you like your boarding pass? Yeah, your yep. boarding mm -hmm. pass. And then they in, uh, tell you to go on to the gangway, follow everyone else onto the gangway. Yeah, but you might have to wait. We've also had happen where you go through everything and you're there a little early or they're running a little late and you might have to sit down and wait for a little while. Exactly. So yeah. that at that time, you want to go to the bathroom, you want to take pictures next to the <laughs> model ship, next to... Well, you're thinking of any... the Disney terminal, I can tell right now. You're, you're thinking of that well, other Disney ships, dream, I think it is. Other ships sometimes have... Um, photo ops. Photo ops. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Or... Oh. You can take pictures with the cruise ship or take pictures of the cruise ship outside. Or Oh, yeah. You can usually see. Well, not always, but sometimes you can see the cruise ship out, out yeah. from the terminal. They from have inside. photo opportunities. Okay. They do. Well, let's let's move on. Um, and we're getting into the part that you'll like. Yeah. Uh, the part that I we always it. like the most is where you're actually getting to start walking the gangway to get yes. on board and if you like that experience and you're liking what we're sharing here be sure to hit the thumbs up icon below to let us know you'll like this video it really helps us out and it helps other people find this crazy content of ours like this podcast yeah um but now let's talk about that experience you've been called your boarding group is next get in line head Wait. through the doors yes and you're now so what's what's it going to be like um in our, most of our experiences, how do you board? Do you, you just follow everyone else? Yeah, but can you draw, paint a better picture? Uh, so, it, it, is it like a is there a, like a piece, a piece of wood or a ladder next to the cruise ship? No, it's um, a gangway. Like what's a, that? What's a gangway? The kind, the kind where when you're going onto an airplane, they have that walkway. Okay, you the train, jetway. Yeah, the jetway. So you're walking in a jetway, and sometimes you just make like uh, turns. And stuff yeah. onto the gangway. Yeah, and it, it depends on what the home port is, but 
Uh, usually what we've experienced and what we've always experienced at Port Canaveral, for example, where we usually cruise out of, is that it's like this glassed-in hallway, like like mm-hmm. like when you board a plane, but there's usually there's windows on these, so it's not maybe quite as claustrophobic. Right. And it might, like Joy is indicating, you might go up the ways and then have to circle and go back and up and kind of like gradually going higher and higher till you get to the level that you have to board on because exactly sometimes you're boarding several decks up from the level of the, the water. So right, it's you're not, not going underwater because that would be tough. Boarding underwater would not be the, probably the smartest way. To <laughs> Why would you? Well, okay. I'm just saying okay, have it's, a, have a not, it's not at at the dock level. It's yeah, as you said, a couple levels up. See, I think it's good that you you point out these specific things because this is in case anybody's watching was wondering, thinking this was a submarine cruise. This is not a submarine <laughs> cruise. This is a cruise ship. Like yes. Royal Caribbean, Carnival, Norwegian, Celebrity, all those with the big ships on the water. But they rarely Maybe we have you. More basic. They rarely have you get on the dock side or the the dock level at the home port. Yep. Right. They they have you go up like two or three or five floors, <laughs> up. but never four. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but when you get to uh, when you get to Port of Call. A lot of times they'll just have that kind of it almost is like a gangway just a, or a, a, like gang a plank. like yeah a metal um, ramp uh-huh. to walk directly onto the the, the pier that's right so on. So usually level. you have to yeah. go to the lowest point but of we're the not ship. Ta- we're talking about embarkation today. Yes, we'll save that for a future podcast. That's right. Yeah. So anyway, let's let's say we've gone on the gangway. We're on the ship. Yes, you cross that. The plank or the gangway, yeah, and you you step onto the ship. The actual deck. You, usually, there's someone there to help you cross over onto the ship. Yeah. If you need help, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know I do. Uh-huh. <laughs> and and sometimes they say, they're just there greeting you. We've even seen them playing music, having somebody yeah. there playing music. Yeah. And sometimes they ha- they say welcome to this cruise line. <laughs> I think they need to work on that a little bit. Welcome to Cruise Cruise Line Line. Unknown. Yes. You're on the Welcome to Carnival Magic or Disney or Royal or whatever cruise line you're going on. Two out of three of those do have ships called Magic. Um, So I thought you were referring to Disney because you got Disney on the brain because that was our last cruise we were on was Mm -hmm. we went on another Disney ship. And they do a very special thing when you board. Yes, I like you, how Disney... As soon as you go inside, you go on their great hall or their atrium or whatever you want to call it. What do they do? They all stand in a line and one of them says, what's your family's last name? And they, you tell them and they said, welcome the Minnick family. <laughs> you couldn't come up with a name right there? Oh, I didn't know we were supposed to... Welcome to Minnie's house. They don't say that. <laughs> okay. Why didn't okay anyway they they welcome you oh boy um <laughs> so you're on board maybe you've been greeted yep maybe you just walked on and you just did that thing where you cheer when you take the first step on on Yay. to the actual ship what should you do what's the first thing you should do on the ship once um, you've actually been greeted or not I like to go to the buffet and get food or find a a place where. There's not all the people that's mm-hmm. going to the buffet and see if they okay. have a smaller venue. So you don't. So you look for a place that's not super crowded, but it sounds like you also look for food. Yeah. 
I look for food because yeah. I'm usually hungry. I think that's usually the fir first place that most people go is they go to look for food. And it usually is the buffet on most cruise lines, most cruise ships. Yep. Um, there are other options. Um, there are other things that you may need to or want to do before you go to get your first bite of food. Um, sometimes they'll send you directly to do the, the uh, mustard drill, the safety drill. But usually yeah. you get to wait a little while before you have to do that. Yeah. Um, there's some other things you may want to do. Is to go to right. your room. Well, if you're, a lot of times rooms aren't ready right I away. I know. <laughs> don't, don't, don't get sad. You're on a cruise. I'm... Calm down. So what if... What if you really wanted to do the behind-the-scenes tour of the ship and you couldn't reserve it ahead of time? Or what if you tried to reserve a specialty restaurant and it was sold out? You want to go to guest services right away. Or to the restaurant and or talk to, to the, the maitre d' if it's a restaurant and, yep, situation. Exactly. Yep. Go use that time when you first board. This is this is like this is like one of your our first really big tips for for when you doing for when it comes to embarkation. Go take care of those things that you want help with. Like if you need to talk to Maitre D about the sitting of your table, if you want to be sure that you have a table just for the two of you because it's your anniversary. Uh, if you couldn't get into like Palo Brunch, a couple times we've right, gone right away and asked. Or to a specialty and, restaurant. Yep, and or if you want to change the time on something, or if there was some special um, uh, excursion or something else that you wanted to reserve, spa, whatever it is. Don't wait. If you wait until like the next day, especially if it's a sea day, probably everybody else is starting to think of that. Right. So take care of that when you first get on board. Yep. You're right about going to the buffet. That's what most people do. And that's kind of where people kind of steer you. But um, at least on most cruise lines. Yep. Or you what, can... what other options are there sometimes for food? Um, can you think of other places you could go on board that might be available when you first board to go to eat? So there are some places that they offer free food besides the buffet i mean they if they have like a hot dog stand a pizza stand mm -hmm. um ice yeah, cream we, we can talk about specific examples for our specific cruise lines because you mentioned a hot dog stand so royal caribbean has the uh, i think it's called the dog shack mm -hmm. um you can you can buy you can go there on the first day and we'll on Royal Caribbean, um, Sorrento's or um, the Promenade uh, right. Cafe, I think it's called. They've right. got uh, complimentary pizza. Mm -hmm. So if you want to avoid the crowd, but you still want to get some food, that's a good place to go. Or if you just want to get your, your um, vacation cruise drink started, go to one of the bars. Mm -hmm. Usually the bars aren't that full because everyone's on the pool deck. So yeah. You go to one of the bars and just order your first cruise drink. Oh boy! Yep. Get your cruise day going on. Yeah, a lot cruise of people. Day fun going on. Right. A lot of people uh, are very anxious to get that first drink. Um, usually, you'll find a lot of that happening on the Lido deck, on the pool deck, which is often right by the the buffet. Like I'm thinking on Carnival, that's usually get your cruise drink of the day. You can get it there, but Joy's making a good point. You might be better off going to look at a different bar. Because yeah. I know on our cruise on um, Norwegian, we decided to, after we did go to the buffet area, we decided to avoid the pool area and we went to a lower deck. I think we actually went to the that, what, decade the waterfront's on mm -hmm. and found that quiet little yeah. kind of, I think it was a Miami theme bar. Right. It was had very comfortable, big leather seats and very attentive service and some really great drinks. And that was a nice place to hang out for for a while yeah. while we waited for our room to be ready. Exactly. So... Yeah, and all the restaurants and all the bars 
are probably not going to be opened when you first board. So, but there's usually other options. Right. And we'll get into more specific examples here in a minute. Or but you can explore the ship and see what's... You can. I always like to do that too, if I'm waiting for my room to be well, ready. Speaking of that, speaking of that, um, with, how long do you usually have to wait? When, when will you be able to get your stateroom or cabin? Well, it definitely depends on on how fast they can bring up the the luggage. So, well, no, I mean, I don't think they're waiting for the luggage. You're thinking about when when you get luggage to change and do all that kind of stuff, um, and when you might actually want to be in the room. Because if you don't have your luggage, maybe you don't have any reason to be in there. It varies. It, I, I guess that's the answer that I would. It varies. <laughs> Good job. Yeah, it varies. See how helpful so I am? They typically will announce either before you get on board, they'll tell you, hey, your rooms will be available at one o'clock, or they'll make an announcement the rooms are now available, or it might be as subtle as they've got the doors to the, um, to, to the, on the decks with, with the rooms um, closed off right. until they're ready and then they'll open them up. So that could be a little bit of a waiting game. Yeah. So um, if you're well, able you to can... do your muster drill early, it's a good time to do that because you can't get your room right. and your luggage probably isn't there either. Um, and just because your room's available doesn't mean your luggage is there yet. Right. Um, those are two different operations, the, the house serve, housekeeping and the luggage delivery, two different operations. Right. But, That's yeah. why you want to carry your carry-on that has yeah, we, all your, yeah. your swimsuit if you like to go swimming or right. going to the jacuzzi or a change of clothes or your medicine right. or anything other stuff that's important that's like, that's right that's we kind of skipped over that that's something we've talked about in several videos before but what you want to do is um like joy said you're going to want to have separate groups of luggage for your party uh and you're going to have the luggage that stuff that you don't need until the evening and beyond and that's the bigger it can be in the bigger suitcase that you hand off curbside and they'll deliver it to your room right but then like joy's talking about having a backpack or some sort of, Delta you know, yeah, carry on size bag. Like if you're going on a flight, mm -hmm. it has your essentials, uh, your medication. You, I, you're going to want to have your passports and your boarding pass in there because you're going to need that in the terminal. Yep, your paperwork. Um, any medication or anything special you might need. If, like you, like you said, a bathing suit, if you're going to want to use the a pool. Sombrero or, or hat. <laughs> a hat. Okay, I don't know if I get a whole full size sombrero. Um, they have those collapsible hats that are really nice that they go explode and are huge on your head and is that something essential to have for your carry-on for some people who want to avoid getting sunburned yeah so you can see and hear a lot more of this informative <laughs> content on the cruise de fun podcast as we move forward speaking of moving forward <laughs> let's move on um okay so while you're waiting for your room yes we kind of touched on this a little bit already but where where else can you go what are ideas for things to do while you're waiting for your room to be ready you mentioned taking a tour of the ship yes exploring the ship a yes. lot of people do that that's yep. usually what happens the crowd's mostly at the buffet and then the crowd is wandering throughout the different corridors of the ship the public right. areas uh, sometimes which are completely not nothing's happening except for people are wandering around like oh what's this kind of making a mental note of places you want to mm -hmm. go and visit like oh i want to see that bar oh that would be a great night to do bar hopping you're talking a lot about bars because i like bars I know you do. I know you do. <laughs> um so yeah there's that um also there's the option that we mentioned earlier which <laughs> boy also we it was in the context of the bar you can actually find a place to go sit down 
quiet spot, people watch, oh, play yeah. cards, uh, just kind of relax after your day of travel. And maybe uh, maybe it was a little tiring waiting in line and going through the, the process of checking in, going through yeah. the terminal. Just find a quiet spot. And yes. you know what? The nice thing about a cruise ship, which is different than a lot of other public areas like a, like a, a hotel or a mall, um, is they've got public areas like clubs and um, like theaters and stuff that when they're not in use, it's basically just empty and open. You can kind of just go in there and sit down and relax. So yeah. you can find places to just sit. Right. And there's sometimes music or bands playing. That's right. So you can sit by the band mm -hmm. and people watch and people watching. I don't know about you, but people watching is so much fun. <laughs> it can be, yes. <laughs> and on the first day, we're talking about embarkation here. So most of the activity is going to be on the pool deck or oh, yeah. what's known often as the Lido deck. They'll uh, have a poolside party usually yep, going on. There's usually a sail away party when it's time for the ship to leave. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, let's talk about the order of events. You've arrived at the, at the port. You've gotten in line, you've gone through security, you've done your check-in, you're on board. Then you're looking for food. And drinks. Uh -huh. and, then you, and then you might be killing a little time before your room's ready. Right. Some point after your room's ready is usually on most of the cruises we've been on when they'll say you have to go to the mustard drill or safety drill. Unless they had it earlier or they had an option to kind of go do it when whenever you want. Which... That's kind of been the option of the past during during the the return to cruising, I'll call it. But then it'll be time for sail away. And, and no, sail away, as so the exciting. name mentions, is what? What the happens? The sail away party. Yeah, the ship leaves the port and starts to go out to sea. And when the ship leaves port, here's an important thing that you want to do is put your phones on airplane mode. So you're not charged for Wi-Fi. Yeah, yeah that's a good tip. Now um, along with that, a lot of cruise lines, uh, like for example, I know Carnival and Disney, and I think Norwegian was the same way, probably World Caribbean, but it's been a while. I, the, the ones we've been on recently, I just listed, um, and they have, all these major cruise lines have a cruise app where you can get information about what's going on. Maybe there's a, a part that you can use to communicate with other people in a party. You can check your bill. You can reserve things. You're going to want to use that. Mm -hmm. To use that, you need to have the ship's Wi-Fi. Yep. The trick is, like Joy just said, before you're too far out of port, you don't want to have you want to have your phone on airplane mode, so you're not getting charged for roaming at sea. Oh. Trust me, you don't want to find out you by surprise what bill. kind of bill that is because it's basically satellite uh, roaming. Yeah. Um, but if you put go to airplane mode after you're in airplane mode, go to turn on the Wi-Fi, just mm -hmm. the Wi-Fi, and look for that cruise ship's Wi-Fi. Then you'll be able to access everything on the app. And if you choose to purchase or you got a package that has the ship's Wi-Fi, you'll get it through that. So yeah. you can you want to be in airplane mode even with the Wi-Fi on. Hope that makes sense. Yep. So I just mentioned a few cruise lines, specific cruise lines, because it's our the experiences we've had. Let's get into some more cruise line specific tips. Okay. As far as embarkation day, I'm gonna throw out some cruise line names that we've been on. Okay. And when I when we, we why don't you say Places where people could go to eat or hang out or whatever. Okay. Okay. Let's start. We'll go alphabetical, or at least we'll start alphabetical. Carnival. Carnival Cruise Line. Where could they go to get something to eat besides a buffet? The buffet is a given. Um, we already mentioned that. Oh, I'm trying to. Carnival. So do they. Oh, Guy's Burger. It took you so long. I know. Guy, Guy Fieri would be very disappointed. Guy's Burger, the Seafood Shack. 
Um, Guy's Burger Joint, Seafood Shack is only on some of the carnival Ooh, ships. Slow mm. down. <laughs> Seafood Shack, I want to mention that, that costs extra. Okay. Right. Guy's Burger Joint, all you want on the house. It's include the price of your fare. Burgers. We got a lot, we got videos. We got a lot of videos where we talk about on specific carnival ships. And then you mentioned Blue Iguana. Oh, yeah. Also complimentary, no extra charge. And what do they have? Uh, tacos, soft tacos. Burritos. Burritos. Yep. Sometimes they have, I don't think they would have it on the first date, but sometimes they do offer taco salad. You can ask if they have the shells for them. They might make it for you. But we have a whole other video where we talk about Blue Iguana, and I'll, I'll, I'll link it in the description below. Um, and but some... And some carnival ships also have big chicken. Yeah, that's on the newer ships. That's also complimentary. That's mm -hmm. that's uh, Shaquille O'Neal's big chicken. So delicious oh, chicken sandwiches. The sandwiches uh, are really good. The chicken and yeah. biscuit. Mm. With the breakfast sandwich, yep. yeah. Very good. And also, I don't know if you mentioned, you mentioned earlier, pizza. So there's plenty of things you can get. Uh, mostly complimentary, including the price of your fare, even mm -hmm. if you don't want to go to the buffet on the first day. And you can go to those places anytime during the cruise. But hey, if you're trying to avoid the crowds when the buffet is crowded, check out these other places. They they're usually on, I just want to say, sorry, they're usually found near the buffet on the same deck, on the Lido deck, uh, either aft or uh, aft of the buffet or in front uh, by the pool. Forward. Yeah. So the other one to check out is also Pig and Anchor. If some carnival ships have Pig and Anchor yep. and that's like a barbecue place, that's yep. really good. Yeah, if that's open, if that's open at embarkation time, that would be a great option too. Let's move on to the next cruise line. To just, I'm sorry. Did you have something else? No. Okay, next cruise line. Let's go next to, um, let's go to Disney next. We'll go off medical still. Disney, where can you go to get food besides the buffet on a Disney cruise? Well, it was called Mickey's Cantina. They have different names depending on the ships. So. On the Wish, it has a different name than it does on the earlier ships. Um, but it's there. It's an area. Usually by the Lido. It's by the deck. it's by the pools. Yep. Yep. And so. it's like food stands. Right. right. So Mickey had like a grilling area and barbecue, mm -hmm. barbecue, mm -hmm. and then there was Goofy's salads. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's. I mean, that you're talking about the last ship we were on, Disney Wish. So yeah. that's getting a little specific. It, basically, the food stands have things like pizza, burgers, Mexican food like burritos and tacos. Um, the the newer ships like the Wish have the have the barbecue. Salads, you got healthy food options, uh, really and that's good chicken besides tenders. The buffet, yeah, it's but in, in addition to, she's saying, not next to, yes, it's, it's down on the opposite end from the pool. So, if you're if you're in the buffet area, and again, those have different names now on the different ships, but go past the pools away from the buffet, and you'll find those great options also mm -hmm. included in the price of your fare, yeah. And so, yeah, we, I don't think we even ended up in the buffet at all on our disney because we were the, trying out all the other yeah free food stuff yeah uh, yeah we're getting off the off on a tangent a little bit here but yeah we didn't we didn't really eat at the buffet there was yeah. just too many other options yeah. um, but they had a great setup there they have great they great did. buffets but i also want to mention a non-food option it's not all foods and bars it's not all food and bars um on embarkation day an opportunity you don't want to miss if it appeals to you at all because you won't be able to do it later is that's the only time adults can go and explore the kids clubs. Oh, they yeah. have open house in that's most true. of the kids clubs 
when you first board the ship. So if you're wanting to check out the Oceaneer Club and see the really, they do an incredible job. Just think of the Disney theme parks. Incredible job of theming mm -hmm. the kids' areas. You Can you tell them a little bit about what, what you've seen in some of the kids' clubs? Oh, yeah. It's like um, Andy's toy toy oh, box yeah, his, for the little yep, kids. Yep. And then they have um, the Star Wars. Millennium Falcon. Millennium mm -hmm. Falcon area. Then they have... It's very cool. They have a like a gaming room for the kids yeah, and a lot of cool, a lot of um, well themed decorated um, areas for little kids all mm -hmm. the way up to teenagers, adult, yeah. teenagers yep. or pre teen pre adultish teenagers. Teen teenagers, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Once you're eighteen, you're not going to the kids clubs. But yeah, that's that's kids and teens clubs. Yeah, they Disney does a great job with it. But again, the tip here is. On embarkation day, after you've gone and gotten your buffet or your food from the stands we were just describing out there by the pool, head down, head down to the kids' clubs areas and say, yeah, hey, can I take fun. a peek? Because that's the only day you're going to be able to do it. Because once it's once it, it, things are underway, the ship's underway, and uh, the rest of the cruise, it's no adults allowed. It's kids only. So Unless you're that short thing. like me, you can no, get away No, no, no. They'll ID you. <laughs> Well, alphabetically, let's go to the next cruise line we've been on, and that's Norwegian. Where Norwegian. could you go besides the buffet on Norwegian on Embarkation Day for food? You can go to their coffee shop. Coffee they have shop. a co coffee area that you like to go to. Starbucks? Do they have Starbucks? Well, on the, on the last ship we were on, I'm talking about food. Why are you going to coffee shop? Well, okay. Oceans. Oceans. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, she is. We ate there all the time because yes, it can provide breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and snacks in between. Yes. And you can get beer or wine. Yes, you can. Or drinks. Mixed think... drinks. <laughs> we need to come up with a system where you signal me when you're done so I know when it's time for me to talk. What? What's that? I'm giving Are you the signal. Okay. No. <laughs> okay. So, Oceans, and there's a similar... Uh, Irish pot. It's an Irish. Oh, so Oceanus. We do have, we have a whole video about this too. I got to link that in the description down. We got to keep track. You keep track of this. Okay. So Oceans uh, or the local on the Norwegian cruise line ships. This this included food. No extra charge for the food. It's included price of your fare. Go there when you first get on board or anytime during a cruise for breakfast, lunch, dinner, or a snack. We have a great video where we show you some of the awesome food we had from oh, breakfast so until late in the day. Um, Oceans complimentary food. That's a great spot to go when you first board. I have heard some anecdotal information that sometimes when you first board, the menu is more limited because they're trying to feed a lot of people. Right. But the regular menu is quite extensive, a lot of great food. And like Joy said, you can also take advantage of your drink package or just buy a la carte drinks and beer and mm -hmm. drinks, including mixed drinks, apparently. So Oceans are the local. It's a great spot to check out on the region. Um, when you <laughs> go ahead. Another great place is to go to one of the, your main dining rooms. Yeah. And you can get served all the same food that you can get at the buffet, yeah. but sitting down. Yeah, that's uh, uh, many cruise lines will off open their um, dining rooms for at other times besides um, dinner. 
but um, not all cruise lines are going to have the dining rooms available for on embarkation day for lunch. But Norwegian is really good for having their main dining rooms open for their freestyle dining just about any time you're going to want to eat. Um, so that is a great option. And they do a really good job mm-hmm. with their with their main dining food. Um, let's move on. The last cruise line that we've been on so far, because we got Celebrity coming up in uh, about six months. But the only, we haven't been on there yet. So a uh, Royal Caribbean. Where would you go for food if you didn't want to go to the buffet on Royal Caribbean? They have that pizza area, Sar- mm-hmm. Sargento's. And then Sor- Sorrentos. Sorrentos. Sargento's. I think that's, I think, is that frozen pizza? No, that's cheese. I'm oh, cheese. <laughs> well, they put cheese on the pizza. Right. But, this, this video is not sponsored by any cheese making company. But if they want to sponsor us, they can. <laughs> anyway, Sorrento's pizza Sorrento. or and there's there, there's like the bamboo room. If can, they're open, I if don't they're know. Open. If they're, and they're not on all the ships. We're getting a little specific here. Um, but the Promenade Cafe is a great spot to go. Sometimes they have that instead of Sorrento's. But um, go to the Promenade area of the Royal Caribbean ship if you want an indoor experience. On a lot of ships, they have the outdoor. Uh, we just mentioned it, the the hot dog stand, the, the dog shack, mm-hmm. um, and. Uh, mm-hmm. That is a great spot where if you want to go out by the pool, and of course the bars are all over the place, yeah. indoor and outdoors. Yep. <laughs> so those are some specific ideas. Oh, and what I mentioned being out by the pool, another great spot if you're looking for a quieter spot, especially on embarkation day for the adults. They have the on a lot of the Royal Caribbean ships they have an adult only solarium style pool area yeah. um, too. Usually so, the quietest area. Yeah. Yep. So we got some more information we want to share on embarkation. Um, we hope this is helpful. If you haven't been on a cruise before, hopefully this makes sense You're and is helpful. You're going to have so much fun. Yeah. And um, if you enjoy information like this, I should mention here before we get to the end, um, we got more to come. But I'm going to ask you now, if you haven't done so already, be sure to subscribe. Subscribe by clicking down below. That way you, it doesn't cost anything. This is just how you see our future videos, including our podcasts. Our short form videos, which we have cruise ship information videos, we have mm-hmm. tip cruise tip videos, yes, all kinds of different information. We've got a few hundred videos on on our channel right now, and there's more coming all the time. Yeah, subscribe with the notification bell on, especially so you're notified whenever we have a new podcast or video drop. That's right. Yes. So, what other tips do we have for embarkation day? I mentioned uh, specific cruise lines. Um, or what else should we remind people of? What else on embarkation day do you do? Like maybe something specific about your cabin or stateroom. What do you do when you go to the state, to your stateroom? You finally have access. Maybe you got your bags, maybe not. What do you do? How do you get comfortable? I like to either change into something fresh. Okay. Like either a swimsuit or a new dress or because the travel clothes I've been in. For a long time. That's not what I was hinting at. That's not like, wouldn't you like to freshen up? (laughs) No. The first thing she does before I can even start doing a video or taking photos of the room to share with you guys, she's getting out. The hand wipes? The wipe, the Clorox wipes. She's wiping down the whole room. So that's just, not everybody's going to do that, but that is a tip. If you want to make the room clean, they do a great job cleaning the rooms. We have had very few experiences where we felt like, the room needed more work but she does from a she does like to sanitize the room yes yeah, yeah. It's but more than more more than one occasion where i've gone to gone to use something and she's over there trying to wipe it down so um that's a good tip um also- i just want to be 
as clean as possible so we stay healthy. Mm -hmm. so. And you also like to get, as soon as you get your bag, you like to get unpacked and get stuff put away, especially for the longer cruises where you right. want to get all kind of established. Yeah. She goes, goes through and tells me the rules. Okay, this drawer <laughs> is yours. These drawers are mine. I get the bottom section of the closets. You can have that top shelf up there that neither of us can reach. And we get that all situated out. And like if we're on the Disney ship with the split bathroom, she's like, I'll take this bathroom with a bath shower combo. You can have the one with the toilet. <laughs> so we get all settled it's that not way. that bad. That's pretty accurate. Oh, so um, I'm any not that bossy. You're, no, you're not bossy at all, but you're good at uh, organizing the room. <laughs> so otherwise, you're going to probably want to get settled in and changed uh, so you're ready for dinner because yep. it won't be long. Um, you probably won't want to spend a lot of time in your room because pretty soon the sailway party is going to be happening. Yeah. And you may, you'll probably want to come back to the room to get changed for dinner after that. Make um, sure you, you have your lanyard. Or Tell them about place. the lanyard. <laughs> Remember, a lot of people watching these videos that haven't been on a cruise before. What, why, why do you have so, a lanyard? And what is a lanyard? A lanyard is a, a tag holder or a, like a, a long necklace or rope. Yeah, kind of like people would might wear at work for an ID for badge. badge. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And that card that is in the envelope by your door when you walk on some slides to your room. Sometimes they hand it to you at the port. Right. You know, um your room key. That that is your room key. It's also the way you make payments and purchase stuff. Mm -hmm. And you want to guard that with your life because that's yeah. how you can Pay for everything and right. and get drinks and get food and right. whatever and merchandise. So you want to guard that. Yes. But um, for me, mm -hmm. since the cruise ship will generally give you one free lanyard that you can have, and it's usually like very basic. It'll say the cruise cruise line that you're on. Yeah. But I like to have my lanyards color coordinated with my outfits. Uh -huh. So, I have a I bring a multiple variety of lanyards yes. like black, white, blue. Can you can list all the colors. No. You got some with like little sparkly like yeah. gemstones and stuff. So they go, yeah. and I've learned that if I don't have a lanyard, I will lose my card. Right, that's a lot so, of information about lanyards. Yeah, so that's but they're your, nice to have. That's your tip from Joy on that. Uh, there's two two schools, I think, when it comes to lanyards and your uh, sail and sign card or your cruise card, your room key, whatever you want to call it. Some people say, yeah, you want it on a lanyard. Other people say, no, put it in your wallet or your purse. And I put mine in my wallet. It's, to me, it's it's almost like a, uh, it's, well, I do the same thing with hotel uh, cards when they have the credit card style room yeah. key. I just put it in my wallet. But if you want the lanyard, if you want it convenient, because you'll be using it, you'll be accessing a lot. Now, one other thing that is happening more and more with the New York cruise ships in order to keep the lights lights on in the room they have it set up so you put your room key in a little slot by the door otherwise when if it's not in there you uh the lights will go out right and the air conditioning i think even goes to a lower setting so it's it's not as what's your trick dan my trick is to close my eyes and pretend like it's dark all the time so i'm <laughs> used to it no my trick is <laughs> My trick is to take a business card or another credit card that I'm not worried about losing, like a library card or something like that, and put it in there. Although, the last cruise we were on, on uh, Disney Wish, they had a generic plain card in there for us already. Yeah. So I think they're realizing that that system doesn't work that well because people just use something other than the room key. Yeah. 
So that might be a, a trick or a little bit trickier if you're using the liner because you got to fish the card in, put it in there in addition to putting it back in and taking it. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I to forgot you. to say too yes? that I didn't, I forgot to even do this on our last cruise, but sometimes if you, if you did not pack a deck of cards, you can go to the, what's it called? Customer service Customer line. service guest in the casino. You know? No, not the casino. No. Go to guest services okay. and ask them for a, a deck of playing cards. How is this embarkation day specific? Because you can use it to play cards. <laughs> when you're waiting for your Oh, while you're waiting. Yes, or... yes, yes. We did mention cards earlier. Yes, you're right. <laughs> you're right. Okay. We need to wrap this up. Um, we're not live, but I'm still going to try to keep us from running over into <laughs> three hour long uh, podcasts. Uh, before we talk about what's coming up next time, um, what are, what final thoughts do we have on embarkation? Um, looks like you've gotten busy uh, over there. Are you okay? Yeah. Okay. So um, what final thoughts should we say about that people should know about embarkation? Remember, this is the first day of your vacation, so you don't have to do every everything all in one day. That's a good one. I'll give, I'll, I'll give them, for my final thought, I'm going to give one tip that I kind of glossed over, which is be sure you've got your boarding pass, your passports, or whatever identification you're using, usually passports, sometimes birth certificate, and any medication that you might need in the next few hours when you go into that terminal. Don't make the mistake of putting that in your check bag. You'll need that to get in and onto the ship. And my other takeaway is make sure when you are leaving port to have everyone in your group change their phones to airplane mode. Because oh, yeah. you don't want to be that person that comes home with a huge cell phone bill. That's right. Okay. So that's been our first, our embarkation day uh, information for our first podcast. Uh, future podcasts, we're going to cover other information that we hope will be helpful, maybe a little fun, maybe a little informative, uh, cruise day fun style information about cruising that we hope you enjoy and hope you find helpful. We're also going to work on getting some uh, some friends and some other uh, uh, channels to share their experiences mm -hmm. um, on their cruises on future podcasts. And we have other videos we're working on um, coming out um, very soon. Real soon. Speaking of the podcast, this has been podcast number one. For podcast number two, what is going to be our topic next time? Sea days. Sea days. Yeah. Sea days. What's a sea day? Oh, a sea day. A sea day. A day when you're at sea. These yes. are the days where you do not want to get off the ship. You can't. <laughs> you can't. Do not go, you do don't not want to, to the go, get off no, the ship. Yeah, that's a big mistake. <laughs> so this has been our very first Cruise Day Fun podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. If you haven't subscribed yet, be sure to do that and tell your friends. How do we end this thing? This is our first one. I don't know how do we end this. Are you going to um, end it the same way we did the other ones? How did we end it? Remember to be safe and have fun. Is that, is that how we're ending it? Sure. Okay. Thanks for listening and watching. Fun, fun, fun for Cruise Day Fun. Fun, fun, fun for Cruise Day Fun Podcast.